Dateline, 8th of May, 2023. Well, g'day, folks. Welcome back to the Australia Desk for this week's episode number 748. Well, you know, Grant, it's been a week of ascensions and changing of the guard and, you know, crowning of new kings and all sorts of things. But hang on, we're not talking about the British royal family here, are we? No, no, we're talking about the uh, changing of the guard at Qantas that's going to come up in November, I think. Yeah, November. Um, the uh, well, shall we say popular or unpopular? We might talk about that in a minute. But the uh, the the current CEO, the uh, the rather iconic and uh, easily recognisable by his accent, uh, Alan Joyce, <laughs> he's stepping down. He's stepping down in November, and that will bring to a close a fifteen year tenure as the CEO of Qantas Airways. He's seen a lot of change. He's created a lot of change. Oh, has he ever? <laughs> and he's been very notorious and polarizing. Some love him, most hate him in the world apparently. But yeah, quite interesting the various reactions of what's happening with him changing over and saying it's finally time to go. Yes, indeed. So uh, taking over from him in November will be a 28-year Qantas uh, management veteran by the name of Vanessa Hudson. Grant, she's currently the airline's chief financial officer and she's beaten out a field allegedly of 40 people that they went on a search for worldwide um, I'm personally not surprised that they went with uh, a Qantas insider. That makes perfect sense. Uh, he's also someone who is uh, probably rather well known as a Ellen Joyce loyalist, uh, Vanessa Hudson. Mm-hmm. Here's what she had to say uh, on the day of the crowning. I'm incredibly excited. Our focus going forward is going to continue to improve on delivering to our customers, not just every day, but we know every flight uh, we've got to win customers and we've got to win their support. The last three years, if I think about uh, the decisions that collectively we made uh, to get us through COVID, um, wasn't for the faint-hearted. Coming through that experience was probably the best training that I could ever have. Sounding very on message there to me, my friend. And interesting that she's the current chief financial officer, which means that Qantas's ongoing focus on the bottom line, potentially to the detriment of the bottom line, some may say, probably isn't going to change in the near future. No, I agree with that. I don't think things are going to change, and I think that's probably a key reason why she was appointed to this role. She's uh, obviously very au fait with the way Qantas works, the way the Qantas board wants things done, and as much as they might say they were looking all over the planet, well, perhaps they were for a uh, suitable replacement. As I said before, I'm not surprised they went with uh, somebody who's already uh, well you know, in tune with the way Qantas works. Interestingly, another name there that was uh, mooted at one point was uh, Olivia Worth. Uh, mm. She's currently the uh, the head of the Qantas loyalty programs, and she's also well known as a Joyce uh, confidant. She was at the head of a number of uh, very controversial decisions that he made when she was the communications boss in years past. And um, uh, I was actually surprised in a way to see her name pop up again because, well, we haven't actually heard a lot from Olivia Worth in recent years. Yeah, she was uh, known by some as the mouth of Sauron once or twice. It may, in fact, that may have even been uttered by yours truly. I, I was going to say, noted most notably by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> Anyhow, so yes, uh, I think it'll be uh, very much business as usual, as you say. Alan Joyce, uh, interestingly, now um, he's been in the airline industry since 1988. He started at Aer Lingus. Obviously, he's from Dublin, Ireland originally, and you can tell that from his uh, rather distinctive accent. In 1988, he started there. He had various positions at Aer Lingus. In 1996, he came to Australia and joined Ansett Australia. Of course, we talked about Ansett just recently. Uh, Alan Joyce uh, actually left that airline in 2000 and joined Qantas. And in 2003, he was appointed to uh, be the CEO of Jetstar when it was sort of kicking off. 
And, uh, of course, Jetstar brought in a whole new way of doing things in the Qantas group. Um, some might say good, some might say not so good. Uh, particularly not so good, I think, if you worked in the Qantas mainline operations. Um, there was a lot of very well-entrenched uh, work practices that were going on there. And, of course, when you're starting up a new airline, you're not sort of beholden to that sort of stuff. And it's very much, I think, been the focus of Alan Joyce over all of these 15 years to bring some of those, uh, let's say, Jetstar work practices and work agreements into Qantas. And obviously that has not always gone down very well. He's been the nope. CEO of Qantas since 2008. Now, of course, Alan Joyce uh, loves to do a lot of virtue signalling. So, of course, uh, he was uh, true to form and he loves to stay on message too. He's very good at that. Here's what he had to say at the press conference this week. This is certainly going to be a bittersweet moment for me. I'm passionate about Qantas. It's been my life for so long, but the timing is right. It's a credit to this country that a gay Irish man was appointed uh, 15 years ago to be CEO of the company, and now we have the first female, and it's a credit to the board. Uh, do you think we'll actually miss hearing him talk, Grant? I don't know whether we will. <laughs> <laughs> I am sure we'll find ways to bring him back in one way or another. Whether you love the guy, whether you hate him, um, you know, he's been a very, very tough operator. In fact, he was actually named as one of Australia's most influential business leaders in 2011 by the Australian newspaper. And that was following the very controversial grounding of the airline in uh, August of that year. Let's just have a bit of a flashback now to what Alan Joyce had to say um, when he took that rather momentous move. I announced that under the provisions of the Fair Work Act, Qantas will lock out all those employees who are covered by the agreements currently operating and being negotiated with the ALAEA, the TWU and the AIPA. This is a very tense environment. Individual reactions to the lockout decision may be unpredictable. And for this reason, as a precautionary measure, we have decided to ground the Qantas international and domestic fleets immediately. I repeat, we are grounding the Qantas fleet now. One of the biggest announcements I still believe in Australians uh, in Australian aviation or airline history, and I can tell you what, Grant, there's not too many business leaders I think that would have survived that. To 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 be fair to Alan Joyce, I mean, a lot of us thought he probably wouldn't survive that decision. Oh, many have been saying he wouldn't survive for years, but here he is, still in it, negotiating his own way out. Uh, Mate, that was huge. Uh, apologies for any twitching you may have seen through our video stream. There's a bit of PTSD over here from that one. <laughs> um, and I feel really sorry for the people that impacted a lot. Yep. Uh, it was no spur of the moment. It was no late night decision. It was it was planned. Oh, it yeah. was prepared for. 100%. There were couriers already around the world to go out and do things. It was It was well set up. So, yeah, it wasn't a spur of the moment action. Quite a day of infamy, that one. And amazing that he was still with the company. And I believe he's presided over a massive reduction in Qantas's capital value. Well, in doing some research for the segment today, I was looking at a, uh, a clip there from uh, the ABC here in Australia where they claim that in his 15-year tenure, overall the airline's value has actually dropped or his, the airline has lost overall $1.9 billion in that time. That's the source there is the ABC. The other uh, interesting stat there, of course, is that for all of the shutdowns, for all of the layoffs, for all of the pain that he has caused, frankly, to a lot of people at the front line of Qantas's operations, um, he has had a salary, uh, including bonuses, over that time of 125 million Australian dollars. 
So you can understand there why he's not particularly popular with his frontline workers. I certainly can. Here is the uh, National Secretary of the Transport Workers Union, Michael Caine. Predictably, I don't think he's very sad to be seeing Ellen Joyce go. This is a CEO who has presided over a management team that has destroyed the Qantas brand. And this is a CEO uh, that will not be missed by the Australian public. His time is done. His time was done long ago. Vanessa Hudson has a chance to create a different path. So there you go, Grant. Well, will Vanessa Hudson create a different path? Only time will tell. And uh, as we've already mentioned, I don't think either of us uh, really uh, hold out a lot of hope for that. So uh, as uh, Alan Joyce Grant sails off into the sunset and, uh, you know, a new chapter starts, the uh, handing over of power will be in November of this year. But uh, true to form, Grant, uh, Qantas at the moment, (laughs) unsurprisingly, is at war in the courts with some of its unions, the uh, AIPA in this case, over seniority. Colour me shocked. (laughs) Yes. Never has my flabber been so gasted. Who knew that they could be doing this? And it's all about who gets to be a second officer on the A380? Yes, it is on the A380. But I think more broadly, it's over the uh, the concept of uh, seniority and uh, whether or not that's really a legal concept. Now, I know in many industries, including the railway industry in which I work during my day job, uh, seniority is uh, very much an issue and companies by and large will go along with that because I think for no other reason than it kind of keeps the peace. But it does guarantee that the people who've been there the longest get the uh, first pick on all of the prime jobs. And of course, if you're working for Qantas and you're a pilot there, I would assume that uh, being a flight member of the flight crew on board an A380 would be regarded as one of the prime jobs. Obviously, the AIPA wants things kept as they are, where it's done on a seniority uh, basis, and they have uh, many, many valid reasons for that. Qantas, on the other hand, they have other ideas. They're saying that, uh, well, you know, uh, we've got a shortage, we've got to cover a shortfall, and if we have to drag people off other equipment within the fleet and bring them into A380s, that creates gaps somewhere else. And they're proposing to bring people in uh, from overseas even to cover those gaps in the meantime. So that's all taken its way into the courts. And surprise, surprise, Steve, it's Qantas Union busting. It's the jet starization of Qantas. Uh, yes, there was some. There was a lot of fat in a lot of those contracts in the past, but a lot of it's been trimmed. There's a lot of people who have been hurt and are hurting still. And here we go, more jet starization. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see the way that goes. And if the courts indeed rule in favour of Qantas, and you know, start pushing away from the seniority system, even if it's only in an isolated uh, instance such as this one, that may actually have ramifications more broadly industrially across the entire Australian workforce, not just in the airlines. It would be very, very interesting to see what happens there. I think you're right on that one, mate. Mm. Anyhow, uh, I know that's been a very Qantas-focused uh, uh, edition of the Australia Desk, but there was a lot of news uh, with that airline this week, and we thought it was, uh, you know, let's face it, Alan Joyce has been, whether you love the guy, whether you hate him, has been a significant, uh, very significant player in the airline industry here for a very long time. So we thought it was uh, only uh, right that we covered it this week. Grant? I concur. Uh, once again, an Ausdesk full of Qantas. Who knew? But uh, don't worry, we'll be back to Bonza, Virgin, Defence and all the other good stuff later. We'll do that next week. But until then, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks. Anyway, Grant, you fly Virgin, so what do you care? I know, right? <laughs>